Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Our guest this morning is on a mission to shine a light on the science behind how we can cultivate a happy life for ourselves. She's a researcher, author, speaker, coach, and founder of A Dose of Happiness and Proactive Mind Health. With over a decade of research in neuroscience, positive psychology, and biology, Karen Judge empowers people to conquer fear, sadness, overwhelm, and self-doubt. She partners with leaders committed to improving employee mental health and well-being at their companies and helps individuals take control of their own health. And there's a lot of talk around this. Good morning, Karen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So a dose of happiness and Proactive Mind Health. Are these two different companies? Uh, proactive Mind Health is not a company. It's okay. a style of thinking that I, I teach about Proactive Mind Health, but it's a term I've coined. Oh, I see. So okay. I'm, I'm working to change the conversations and lead positive change around mental health. And change the conversations from what? Um, first of all, there's no, there's no common language around mental health. Like when I speak in public, I'll say to people, when you hear the term mental health, do you think of sickness or wellness? And most people will raise their hand for sickness, yet the definition mm. is about wellness. And when we hear the term, a lot of times there's stigma around it. So, right. you know, I, I really believe mental health needs a makeover. And it starts with getting word, rid of the word mental. I think words are powerful. And mm. so I came up with proactive mind health, which is really about being proactive and prevention, because I believe that's the hope for change. Well, let's talk about that. Um, you've got your company. It's a dose of happiness. So mm. how do you work with companies and individuals to work on that proactive mind health? Yeah, so Dosa Happiness, we're an experience center in downtown mm -hmm. um, Bankers Hall. So we do mostly corporate team buildings and workshops, wellness workshops. And primarily, we just meet people where they're at. Like, it's like, come meet us, tell us what you're looking for, whether you want a team building experience, whatever that looks like, right? Mm -hmm. um, but we really are trying to um, support organizations mainly, visionary leaders, to lead positive change around employee mental health because a lot of times we're more focused on reactive care and right. prevention really is the hope for change. It really is. Once somebody crosses the line, is how I say it, cross the line, it's they can suffer a lifetime and it can be hard mm -hmm. to come back. And I say, let's not wait for that to happen. And a lot of leaders are companies, you know, I'll, I'll talk to leaders and I believe most leaders want to do better. They just need help understanding what that means. And a lot of leaders will say to me, oh, well, we have, you know, our EAP program, our benefits, we've upped our allowance and people now have $5,000 to spend, which is fantastic. But I say, why wait for that to happen? Because first of all, somebody could spend that money in a month easily to get the proper care and it could take them years to recover. So I just say, don't wait for that. Get more proactive and support the wellness. So that's what we do. And then just create some really vibrant events and we make it fun, whether it's dance classes, music therapy. Um, we do have so many different things, activities there, paint classes, but we also do some really academic type stuff too and bring in speakers and neuroscientists to talk about this and mm. We've got a great food for mood, long table dinner, and we bring in a neuroscience and uh, neuroscientist and she talks about your gut and brain health because we make more serotonin oh. in our gut than we do in our brain. And what we eat really impacts our brain. So we, we educate about all this. 
Well, that's actually, I've seen lots in the news about that, mm-hmm. right? The the gut and brain connection. I think we could do an entire segment just on that Good. probably. But what led you down this path to want to focus on this? Well, it's a personal story. So mental illness is run rapid in my family. I, I, I tell people, I think my family created the uh, disease. Um, and I just have always had a passion to do something in the space of mental health. And then years ago, I had my own challenges when I lost my mother, father, sister, and brother within months of each other. Mm. And they had all been battling, you know, disease for years. And it was like watching a train wreck. And I was left to pick up all the pieces. And I, and I, and I had the awareness to know I have all the check boxes to have my own mental health challenge. And that's when I was like, no, it stops here. I'm going to figure this out. And so that's when I started studying um, Neuroscience, positive psychology, human flourishing, mental health trainings. And now Mm -hmm. I just take all best practices and bring it together. And I teach others because I'm really, I'm proud to say I've never been happier and I'm really proud of my mind health. And I now feel a responsibility to share this with others because there are answers. We are so powerful. And spirituality and science are finally coming together and they're, they're proving that there are answers. And people don't know it. Mm-hmm. When, when I speak in public, the first question I ask is raise your hand if when you woke up this morning, you had a plan for your mind, health, and happiness. Rarely does anyone raise their hands. Then my next, my next question is raise your hand if you are someone you know, loved one, friend, coworker, neighbor, struggles with depression. Pretty much everyone's hands go up. So here's mm-hmm. the deal. Unless we start making proactive mind health, because it is a daily habit. It is like brushing your teeth. It is like having a shower. It is not a one and done. It is not a one day thing. It's an everyday thing. And really having common language around it, understanding what we can do, then we are going to continue to have the other problem. And so I, and, and, and they're proving that depression, you can prevent it. So this message needs to get out there. It just, I really believe this message and I want to make it fun. Well, that's the thing is, I mean, getting that word out about being proactive, I mean, number one, I think you have to be able to identify if you have some of those signs of maybe going into a depression or somebody around you maybe is showing some some warning signs. Can you help us understand what that looks like? Yeah, well, of course I don't diagnose and I don't treat. No. So I'm not on the reactive side. I'm mm-hmm. very much on the preventative side. So a uh, book coming out, Drive Your Happiness, mm-hmm. uh, launching actually this week. And uh, I use the metaphor of driving a car to take people on from journey to roadmap towards proactive mind health and then create the roadmap to it. Um, and so it's just about building those skills and tools and, and, and we need to meet people where they're at. So mm-hmm. I have the tune-up inquiry and it is, it's a questionnaire. And so the premise of um, whole self well-being, which is really proactive mind health, is premise stands for, so I look at all these areas. So I look at physical, relational, emotional, mind, uh, intellectual, spiritual, and environmental. So I look at all those areas of a person. And why one person is not, and I say happy, is maybe because they're having financial stress. Someone else could be having Mm. relational problems. Mm -hmm. Somebody could, they're not eating properly. Like everyone's different and we're a snowflake. And that's probably one of the biggest challenges with mental health um, is we treat symptoms and we don't really look at the whole person and figure it out. So this assessment does not 
um, diagnose. Mm -hmm. But what I say, using the metaphor of driving a car, is it's like the warning lights on your dashboard. It will show things that you need to start paying attention to. And then after you take this questionnaire, then we create a plan of action of what you need to do. And then we connect you to all resources. My thing is to fast track people and to make this super easy for them and not feel super overwhelmed because it is work. As easy as it is to do, it's also easy not to do. And a lot of people don't do it. So I want to make it super easy so they do do it, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like creating that plan and let's check in often and how is this improving and what other areas. And this is a lifetime journey because as you age, you're going to require different different areas in your life. You're going to have to focus on them and pay attention. So really, I'm, I'm, I'm on a mission to make this a movement. Like mind health needs to be a movement. It needs to be taught in schools, part of corporate culture, practiced in the home, shared throughout all the other communities. Well, people have no problem making a, a physical health plan, mm-hmm. right? right? And so they'll take that, they'll make that a priority to maybe for an aesthetic reason or for health reasons, and they'll make that a priority, but it just is not, it hasn't been normalized yet maybe to make the other habits. It's not. We don't think of this, right? Mm -hmm. And we've always thought like our brains are brain and it's up in our head and that's it. But it's all, we're all, it's all connected. And of course, your physical is part of the whole plan. But we we need to create this as a plan. So, you know, an example of that. And and, and again, um, everyone's different. And so create your own plan. I say it's like the Mozart theory. Uh, They claim that, you know, if a child listens to Mozart, they're going to be more intelligent. But now they've realized that only is if the child resonates with the music. Right. Same thing. So if meditation doesn't work for you, then find something else, right? Like create your plan that you enjoy doing. Uh, One of the things that I say is non-negotiable is you've got to prime yourself every morning, a routine every morning that sets you up to have a good day. Like, and Dr. Daniel Amen says this, I refer refer to him a lot. I respect his work. He says, when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you should say is today's going to be a good day because then your brain is going to start searching for it. We've got uh, Karen Judge, the founder of A Dose of Happiness. I can feel the passion in your voice, Karen, and we're going to continue this right after the break. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. We're back with Karen Judge, the founder of A Dose of Happiness, and she focuses on proactive mind health. I just have to take a second and thank Calgary Economic Development for their sponsorship of Calgary Next, so they make it possible for us to continue every Saturday. All right, so Karen, if I am a business owner... And I recognize that, you know, mental health and, and wellness, uh, overall well-being is something that's important for my employees. How do I work with you? What do you do for my company? So the first thing is, again, I'm not here to tell you what I think you need. I'm here to actually figure it out what it is you need. So mm, every, okay. every organization, every leader I work with, it, we start from the beginning. And the first step is, well, I say leadership buy-in is number one. If you don't have leadership buy-in, forget it. Um, and so we do like the leadership consultation. So the tune-up inquiry that I talked about, we have an individual um, 
questionnaire and we have one for corporate. So we give this questionnaire to everybody. We sort of say first to the company, make a proclamation, like kind of make a thing that you're, you know, wanting to do something around their um, mind health, I'm going to say, not mental health. Mm -hmm. And uh, let them know what you're going to do with these results. Because a lot of times employees are tired of these questionnaires, but if they really know what you're going to do with it and you follow it up, they'll be engaged. So everyone takes it anonymously. Um, because of course we want them to answer honestly and to feel safe and to feel trust. And so they take the questionnaire and then we deliver the results back to the leadership. So we go through and we basically say 70% of your employees are not sleeping properly. 80% have financial stress, whatever. We give you the full whole self report and then we give you a plan of action. We actually connect you to things that you could do to start supporting your employees, whether that's through, um, you know, team building experiences, whatever that is, we, um, yeah. So then we suggest that organization can run with it if they want, or then they can join our membership. And basically like a lot of companies will outsource their HR. Mm -hmm. They can outsource their mind health program to us and we'll help them facilitate it and make it super easy. So an example of that is one thing we're doing right now is mind health Mondays. Every Monday we come up with a challenge. It's just a short, quick minute to say, this is what we're going to focus on this week and get people involved and get them talking. So an example of that could be like, okay, this week we're eating for our brain and we'll give you a whole list of foods that are great for your brain and say, mm. focus on these foods and start making recipes and share them with your coworkers. Like start making this fun and build community, right? Get involved. Yeah. Can you share what some of those are, the, the foods that are good for your brain? Well, obviously walnuts is number one. It even looks like a brain, right? <laughs> oh yeah, it's right? true. Think exactly. about that. Walnuts, I mean, obviously greens, um, avocados, you know, anything with the good fats is good for that. And when you say good for your brain, what do you really mean? Like, how does it help you function better well, or what does it do? It's all related brain? to your gut health, right? I mean, your brain hates sugar. It just does terrible things to your body. Mm -hmm. The one thing I really love to follow is I follow the uh, dirty dozen and the clean 15. Mm -hmm. So, you know, eating the, what you should eat for, you know, organic and the pesticides. And it's, and it's not my area of expertise. So I'm not an expert in any one area. I'm a researcher and I go out and I find the experts in these areas. So I go out and find, I think the best in the world or the smartest, the brightest and the best. And then when our clients want something, then we connect them to those experts. So, mm -hmm. and, and I'm on this journey myself, the food, the food piece right now, I'm so fascinated with it of just food and its quality. I mean, I'm just everywhere I go, it's like, I'm reading it and, you know, I want to know where the restaurants are getting their food from. Like I'm just researching it, mm -hmm. but you know, the thing is really important right now, really researching. It's fascinating. The power of the sunrise. Dr. Jack Cruz, oh my goodness, that guy is just so smart. But getting sunrise in your eyes every morning, it's way more important even than your gut health. Like, And he says, if you do yourself a favor for the rest of your life, don't ever miss a sunrise. So people can search that. Wow. They can go Google it themselves what and read it. What was the doctor's name? Dr. Jack Cruz. Jack Cruz. Yeah. Okay. Spelt like cruise ship? K-R-U-S-E. Ah, okay. Yeah, smarty, okay. smarty, smarty. I'm going to look into that. Yeah. So what do you say to a, a leader of an organization who says, you know what, it's, it's, I care about my employees, but it's not my responsibility to make sure that my 
employees are taking care of themselves. I have to worry about my shareholders. I have to worry about bottom line. I can't possibly be responsible for the brain health of all my employees. I love that you just asked that question. That is a really good question. And I'd love to answer that because I talk about it in my book. Mm. Um, And truthfully, I don't believe it's a corporation's responsibility to make their employees healthy and happy. But I do believe in the responsibility of duty to inquire, which means understanding, and to provide the right environment for people to thrive. Mm -hmm. And if a leader says that, I mean, all the research is out there. It's just pick up a book about positive psychology or anything. If your employees are healthy and happy, they are more engaged. They are more innovative. They are more creative. They show up for what they give, not what they get. Um, They build better relationships. They have less disability claims. Their chances aren't going to leave you. You're going to attract the brightest and the best talent out there. I mean, the benefits just go on and on. It's just so if you're worried about your shareholders, start with people's mind health because I say Proactive mind health is the precursor to success in business and in life. Because if someone is coming in and they're having negative thoughts in their mind, we know the brain just shuts right down. They are not, creativity and innovation can't flow through. They are Mm -hmm. not good at solving problems. This is such an important business issue. And I just, I want more leaders to understand how important this is, but also it's not that hard to actually do stuff. Like it doesn't have to be that big and scary. Right. When I start off, when I work with a group, I, I, I do a game called Did You Know? So it's about 30 questions about your brain-mind-body connection. And it teaches you all, knowing all this, it shows you how powerful you are to protect your mind health. Mm. And I have yet to have a group even get 5% of the questions right. So here's the concern. If we don't know this information, how are we using it? We just don't know. We're not being taught it. And I want to change that. We need to start having this conversation and Mm -hmm. a safe space where people can come to have this conversation as well. And it's for everybody. I say, again, I don't treat, I don't diagnose, Mm -hmm. but I like to believe if somebody is struggling, then they might find a shift. And if you're not struggling, then I guarantee some point in your life, you're going to go through a crisis and you're going to need these skills. So it's an investment to pay attention. What do you do with all of your knowledge? What do you do when you wake up in the morning? What does your morning look like? So I prime myself every morning. Um, So I have, I'm very big on gratitude. The power of gratitude is just so important. And what that does for the brain Uh, every morning, uh, three gratitudes. And it's just not what I'm grateful for. It's why I'm grateful. So I have this big gratitude bouquet. It's these sticks wrapped in colors at the end of my bed. And so I don't write it down because I'm I'm lazy. I'm not going to write down my gratitudes. And so I just look at this bouquet and I can just be getting ready and do my gratitudes right there. And so always gratitude. Um, I style my happy. So I dress for what makes me happy and feels Mm -hmm. good. I tell myself it's going to be a good day. You can't see what Karen's wearing right now, but definitely it's a happy top. (laughs) There's love and smiley faces and rainbows and it's a happy top. Yeah, I dress for my happy. Mm -hmm. I teach that too. I teach the importance. I always eat something that's good for my brain. Uh, A lot of times I'll do a smoothie, doing a lot of protein right now because I'm following Dr. Jack Cruz's suggestions. And uh, do some exercise. Usually I do work out in the mornings. um, And I make my bed to look magazine worthy. 
every morning. So I start off with a small win. And it's that sort of gratification. Like it to me, it's a non-negotiable principle. Mm. And then when I go to bed at night, I feel special and it it sets me up for a good night's sleep. So, and you know, usually I think through the day, who am I going to reach out to? I, every morning I think, what what kind thing am I going to do for someone today? Like, because that's what we're all meant to do, to mm. be in service to others. We really are. And so I, I kind of set myself, like, what's that going to look like? And then I head out the door and get in my car and somebody tries to cut me off or I'm out of gas and somebody gives me the finger or whatever it is. And, you know, and then I get poked all day, but, you know, I started my day off and then I, and throughout the day, I, you know, I either stop, best way to turn a frown upside down is through gratitude. So Mm -hmm. if I feel like I'm not enough, um, I teach about power phrases, the importance of power phrases and, and using that to switch your thoughts around. And it's about having the skills to be able to manage life because life is life. Life is not always just easy. How do people find you? Well, they can find me through getadoseofhappiness.com mm-hmm. is the best way. I'm on LinkedIn as well. Um, not huge on social media because it's just not great for the brain. But yeah, mm-hmm. I am on LinkedIn. But yeah, getadoseofhappiness.com is the best way. Karen, thank you so much. Thank you. This has been very inspiring. Well, I'm grateful for being here. So thank you. Karen Judge, the founder of A Dose of Happiness. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges.